And uh, the Bears aren't, aren't that great, Sid. Now the Hawks. Uh, they're second place in their division. It's more than can be said for some teams. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Like the Patriots. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, the Hawks are like, in a way, we're kind of second place in the division. Everyone's tied, everyone's tied for first, I'm pretty sure. So, mm-hmm. oh, sorry. Well, minus the Niners. I mean, uh, that's the toughest division in football. Also, do you want to talk about how um, you decided to go on vacation for three weeks since we didn't want to fly out? Oh, me on vacation? Oh, ho, 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 ho. First of all, Sid, I will admit there is some blame for me to take for not bringing my equipment to Chicago with me for us to record in person, which we still have never done before after seeing each other like four times. At least since this pod started. But after that, I mean, there's, there's, it's a mixed bag of uh, blame to throw around, my friends. I'm not sure uh, I'm the one to blame here fully. What you got? You got, you got strep throat for three weeks without having you? Uh, no, sir. I caught a curse. Have you, are, 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 you, are you familiar? Mm-hmm. That and you know, I ran to witch doctor in Chicago. At the festival, or at least that's what I thought he was as I was tripping. I don't know. I don't know. He said the Hawks are going to start one and two. I was like, I don't believe you. He's like, fine. You're sick for three weeks. So, uh, I don't know. I didn't find that guy. He's more, of, he's more of a soothsayer, less of a, of a witch doctor. I don't know. Uh, when, you, when you say tripping, can you go into that a little bit more? I meant, like, shoelaces being tied together. Sid, a classic gag. Jeez, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slapstick comedy. Hmm? I, hate, I hate that. I hate that. Um, oh, you like that joke. That's, that's, a, that's a good joke. A hundred times out of a hundred. Getting your shoes tied? Oh, no, I'm saying, well, I mean, tying someone else's shoes, ideally. I don't think pranking, yeah, I don't think pranking, I don't think pranking yourself getting is the... Getting pranked is not cool, guys. <laughs> so always make sure you're pranking your friends yeah, so they can never get you. You put him in a constant keep submissive keep state keep of keep fear. I mean, this is honestly a prank on anyone who listens to this pod because you're just wasting your time. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, I'm not wasting my time. I mean, that's on you. Um, well, it's been a very riveting three weeks of football chase and great primetime games. So far, so good. Uh, I can't, I can't, uh, name, I can't name a bad, can't name a single bad one actually. If I tried. Can you? Well, the, the the Texans are who we thought they were. <laughs> Davis uh, Mills may be the best rookie quarterback in this class at this at this, at this rate. <laughs> He's thrown the least amount of picks for sure. What? I mean, jeez, what a lackluster. Yeah, I know. Uh, my, my, yeah, my my uh, my internal take that, that I'm not sure if I said this in the pot or not, but I was pretty convinced that this is like an all time QB draft class. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's looking more it's looking more more like 2012 than ever before. I mean, you, you can't judge this early. I think oh, I some of this is we knew 
I mean, Zach Wilson and Trey Lance. I mean, Trey Lance isn't going to struggle, but two very raw prospects. Um, <clears throat> Justin Fields, you knew needed to get used to making like pro reads and whatnot. He, I would say he was still like seemed fairly NFL ready, but he's got the curse of the Chicago Bears on him. Um, it's not digging up the Chicago Bears. But go ahead. Trevor Lawrence's team kind of sucks, but yeah, I, I, I expected him to play better. And Mac has kind of played the way I thought he would. Um, I think he's, I mean, he's making bad decisions here and there, but he, he's playing well given he has nothing around him uh, other than like an offensive line. Yeah, I would kind of, I, I agree most, with most of what you said. I mean, I think that with general. Uh, theme amongst all these teams that these rookies play for, outside of Trey Lance, is that they're on, on hot garbage teams, with with uh, either a combination of no O line, terrible play calling, and uh, no weapons. I think yeah, yeah. I think every single QB in this class outside of Lance fall, like has at least two of those problems to deal with. I mean, yeah, Bears yeah, Bears O line spotty play calling. Let's not even get into it. <laughs> Um, I was right about, high, about firing Matt Nagy last year. Here we are. Everyone, I mean, that was not that was not a hot take. I think most of then you just get distracted by Justin Fields, which is their goal, right? Like, mm-hmm. you can't. Well, look at this. You got, you got a potential franchise QB who's like the opposite of the last. Yeah, but then you put more pressure on yourself at the same time. Players. I think we put more pressure on yourself and more scrutiny at the same time. I never understood. I understand the general strategy. But it, but in practice, I don't know. You have to be at least like a, a you have to be like a like Marvin Lewis. That. You have to be like a Marvin Lewis level of coach, or like, like probably slightly lower than that. Our Lewis gets like trash off for no reason, honestly. A little unfairly, I'd say. But um, I mean, at least a competent, at least a competent coach where you have something to hope for. But I mean, but come on, <laughs> Matt Nagy has nothing to offer. Justin Fields. He yeah, his, his job title, he's an offense. Let's, I don't want to get too into the Bears as we run through the game. I'm, I'm his sorry. His job title it, it, is an offensive. I mean, what are you doing? The Bears made me mad. Seated at, you've, you've never come in and actually done your job. There wasn't so. even a I mean, come on, man. Like, did you really expect that you were going to start any Dalton all year and that you could just have this exact same playbook from last he year? He doesn't and have you, another offense. This is all he can do. This is what he's done. This is all he can do. I've actually read some takes, you know, I think the general consensus when things like this happen, the regression of an offense or a defense, and, you know, everything, like, the play caller is the same, like, what's happening. Um, and you have more talent than you maybe historically had. It's I've heard some things that he's actually gotten worse. Like, his play design's gotten worse. Not that, not just that they've stayed the same in NFL defenses and up. He's literally gotten worse. Like, which is like, what? How do you get? Are you are you a <laughs> coach? Are you getting dementia? What is happening? <laughs> I think he's maybe maybe it's one of those things where someone like a quarterback, you know, you've lost all your confidence. You refuse to even like look twenty yards downfield. Like you're only looking for guys on your like, first second read who are within ten lines of within ten yards of the line of scrimmage. It's kind of like that, but for coaching. <laughs> Like this man, this man's offense has been dragged through the mud by by defensive coordinators for so for the last couple of years now, and he's just like he's lost all his confidence. He's going back to the drawing board, keeping it as simple as possible. 
I think it's got to be in the details because you'll see the Chicago Bears do certain things. You see other West Coast, like potent West Coast offense. Yeah, the, the, the hyper modern West Coast version. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Specifically, of course, the Chiefs, but there's many more. The yeah, 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 yeah. Better with Doug Peterson and Frank Wright will do some stuff, but it's like so much worse with the Bears. And it's like right now the line sucks, but there's still strengths to the Bears' offense talent wise that other teams don't have. And it's like. What do you do? Like something, you're doing something wrong. I can't. I don't know because I'm not paid millions of dollars to know. But something is wrong here. Like, what are you missing? And how do you not know? You can't just have a scheme where you and you're just yeah, sorry. I don't do bootlegs. I don't know how to do that. That seems to be the defense. <laughs> he literally doesn't change his offense one bit. He, he's had the same offense the whole time. And now he's had two first-round QBs that don't fit into that scheme, and he's unable to adjust. Exactly. Very well put, Sid. Very well put. <laughs> and honestly, I mean, all right, so are you putting the 30% completion percentage more on Nagy or Fields? Oh, I mean, Nagy for sure, but I have to say, I mean, I'm putting certain things on Fields that are expected of him. Like, he's a rookie quarterback. Um, who's never really made pro reads, and definitely not. Uh, I mean, that, that's I mean, he has a style of play. That's I mean, he's not a sit in the pocket. Just he's not a Mac Jones type quarterback. He has so much at this point. Like he has so much else going for him. Mm-hmm. He's definitely he was definitely slow to make certain reads, but like Matt Nagy knows all of this. <laughs> Like, how are you? If I know this, Matt Nagy knows this. What are you doing? You've had six months. What have you been doing? I mean, he, he, uh, he's known this reality. Has been, I mean, I completely agree. My, my, yeah, my, my entire gripe is lack of preparation entirely. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, we all knew this is the reality. I mean, like, no one in their right mind thought just, like, Andy Dalton's going to start a majority of the season. Like, like a Matt heavy Nagy majority. Did. I don't even think Matt Nagy did. I think Matt Nagy is literally. Has his offense? Is trying to squeeze Justin into that offense. And this I this is how this is how rookie quarterbacks fail every single time. And it's just how bad coaches get fired. Exactly. I mean, uh, Vince Young is a prime example. But still, I mean, there's, there's, there's many, many others. I mean, essentially, when it comes to rookie quarterbacks, if you don't overhaul everything to make sure they succeed, especially you, now, you, you probably won't succeed either. I mean, unless unless you're just Unless you're the uh, early 2000s, yeah, late, late aughts, early 2000s, early 2000s uh, Jets, and your defense is already that well put together that all you need is just like a passable quarterback, pass for like 150 yards a game. That's a whole different story. That doesn't even matter. But in in, in the modern day NFL, you can't get away with having that subpar an offense. I mean, you have to you have to be getting you have to. I mean, What's required nowadays is is changed. I mean, literally tenfold since that since that time, and still we're having the same problem. Uh, I mean, it's 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 fucking hopeless. Like I, um, it's just got to. I I, I have gotten to this point last year. Um, I understand the Chicago Bears and organization are conservative and. Um, I, I can see why they didn't fire him because you also have to go get Martin Ritter Ryan Pace and start from scratch, especially if you think they have an opportunity to get their guy. 
sure they met with ownership and management and said, hey, we, can, we have these guys and we think we can get them and rebuild. But this guy's told to come in and uh, design an offense and develop Mitch Trubisky. Um, rode the, you know, one of the better defenses of the decade to a wild card game. Um, and in the four years, I've seen three or four, four of the worst offensive performances I have ever seen. Like, what? This was some offensive guy. At least Mark Tressman's offense was good. John Fox came in and, like, fixed the defense. It was boring. It was tough. It sucked. The team sucked. But we weren't getting blown out by 30 anymore. We were getting beat by 7. Because we at least ate the clock. So at least those guys were doing their job. Like, schemat- the talent they had on paper, they came in and at least executed that. I think this is the first, like, head coach I've had as a Chicago Bears fan where he's just, he's not doing anything he was brought in to do. Why was this guy hired? Great question. I feel feel like you could have any quarterbacks coach in the NFL um, pretty much come in and do what he's done. Probably any tight ends coach. Like, all he did was just watch Vic Fangio coach a defense to a 12-14. and 14, And he got into that T formation that one time to start a game on primetime. <laughs> like, this guy just said, what the fuck are we doing? Like, no matter what he does from here on out, like, okay, dude, like, even if you have three or four games a year where your offense cannot score 10 points, you're an offensive coach. I don't care what you do the rest of the season. That's not acceptable. No. Honestly, it's actually rather impressive. I mean, he has played all his cards at the right time, as far as as far as keeping his job. And well, honestly, he's kind of working in concert with Ryan Pace because I feel like these, those two are kind of attached to the hip when it comes to uh, firings. I mean, as soon as, soon as one goes, the other's gone too. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm yeah, not sure if Ryan Pace. Time. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's Ryan Pace is. I'm not sure if he's keeping Nicky around to save his own job at this point. To say, oh, it's see, it's the coaching. See, I mean, come on. I should battle genius job. I mean, genius did his part. If that is the case, just hold yourself. Just tie yourself to a terrible coach. I'm like, what? What? I'm making good personnel moves. You see the talents out there. Look how many, look how many good receivers we have that are just underutilized. It's gotta be. It's gotta I mean, be. It's not a very well. I mean, Brian Pace's hands. I mean, he hasn't missed entirely, but he missed on Mitch. And where what we're saying is. Almost surely missed on that, and that's enough. Yeah, because, if because that, it's, on, it's a domino effect. Could, yeah, if you hit on Mitch, <clears throat> let's say, you know, you could say that Mitch would never get to a Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. point with Matt Nagy. That Deshaun Watson was actually, I think, already pretty there. Uh, if you hit on the quarterback, then everything else is fine because you hit on your window, okay, I gave up two first-rounders to get Google Mac, but we have a quarterback, and now we can build around this quarterback for a few years. Right. I mean, this on the quarterback, and then you get two shots at the quarterback, and if this time it's on Matt's fault, maybe, either way, dude, that's too many. That's two quarterbacks ahead coach. That's too much. Yeah. A a, a small counterpoint to that, Uh, I think it is a good point, but at the same time, there are only, like, I mean, literally a handful of guys that will succeed as quarterbacks regardless of head coach. 
And it's, like, sure, it, sure. I mean, that, that, that's, that's like Andrew Luck, Deshaun Watson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin Herbert, and, and Mahomes. Andrew Luck, like, Andrew Luck was a generational talent. He was getting his ass beat. Like, he was just so good. Oh, yeah. He I mean, absolutely but he's also a guy who can fit any offense at the same time. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. those are all special for a reason. Uh, but no, but I mean, I mean agree though. I miss Andrew, yeah, the thing is, uh, I do too. Every single day. I miss, I miss the, uh, I miss the Twitter accounts. Colonel Andrew Luck was it Colonel Sergeants? The the, uh, the Civil War Andrew Luck accounts. What was his title? Um, I don't remember. I'm thinking about Andrew Luck. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, the, the booing is one part. The booing from the fans at halftime of the preseason game. Something so I'll, I'll never forget. Oh, hey yo! The train's here. Let's go. Actually, isn't even that loud. <laughs> all right. Anyways, all right. All right. Well, we had, had to get that out of the way because it's been on. I've been on my mind a lot too. Like I didn't even watch a whole lot of the Browns game because it was out of hand so quickly, <laughs> and I, I bet on other games. So I want to get you just to recap the whole situation, start to finish, and uh, oh, qu- well, one one uh, remaining question: Where where do Bears go from here? I mean, you write up the season south. Is, I I don't think the big you know, start Justin Fields person. I trusted, like, look, I don't know from outside the building. I don't think you can just evaluate a quarterback on tape. Like, you've got to see no. the person at practice. Agreed. I mean, um, you, you get me all the comments behind, behind the plays themselves, like, where people are supposed to be. Yeah, agreed. Even if I don't give Matt Nagy any credit for being schematically smart, like, it's his offense. And if he doesn't think Justin is ready, then I'm fine with not starting Justin and putting him out there when he's ready. You don't want to set it up to fit. Um, and Andy Dalton, honestly, maybe was playing like some of the best quarterbacking I've seen since Matt Nagy's been there. Um, it wasn't bad, but, actually. It was boring. I think that's, I think that's the great most people have with it and why it people go along a lot of the wrong way. It was, it was very boring, but it was efficient yeah, and, and not... And it, but the, <laughs> Matt Nagy's bad and the team is bad. Like, even yeah, him being... Exactly. Like playing good like that was competence. That was competence. You haven't seen that yeah, in not. decades. <laughs> yeah, so it's fine. I'm, I'm fine with if you want to start Andy Dalton because you're saying Justin isn't ready himself or in jeopardize the team's chances to win a game. That's cool. Put him in when you think he's ready. Um, I don't really have any expectations for this team. I think this is like a very, very mediocre team because of the schematic Right. I mean, that's, that's all. You, that's, I don't think if that's going to happen, and I think Matt Nagy's going to get fired. Yeah, agreed. By the way, you want to hear the odds on uh, first coach to be fired right now? It's Matt up there, right? I mean, yeah, but do you want do you want to know his odds? What are the odds? Getting uh, fired before the season ends? Uh, no. Is this just first coach to be fired slash leave oh, his job? Okay, okay. I'll give you the I'll give you the top okay. five. I'll give you the top five. Matt Nagy odds are even. Joe Judge, 
Uh, by the way, this, he, uh, Nagy started the season as uh, the co-favorite, but he was at plus 800. Uh, oh, wow. Now, Joe Judge at plus 300. That's long overdue. Uh, Urban Meyer at plus 700. That's why they left the no leave. No way. I mean, that's why. That's why they. That's why they left the leave his job line in there. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's fair. All right. This, this is ridiculous. By the way, uh, Mike Zimmer plus a thousand. Ridiculous. And Zach Taylor plus twelve hundred. That, that's Zach strong. Taylor. That's what was the other one? Uh yeah, it was Nagy, Judge, Urban Meyer, Mike Zimmer. I mean, that, I mean, that, that, I mean uh, yeah, that's a, that's outrageous. I mean, I mean, this is an article that was published as an update like a couple days ago. Mike Zimmer couldn't. Leave. I would love to have Mike Zimmer. I mean, yeah, I mean, Mike I mean, leaving Zimmer. is reasonable. Maybe he's just tired of this weird little this like half rebuild they're so doing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, ugh, it's such a tempting team to hold to stick around with. Defense is like still passable. Your old line, your old line is on Mike Zimmer. Yeah, well, one hundred percent. So yeah, I mean, I'm saying there's still some old stars that kind of. Hold the chemistry of it all together, the feng shui, the defense, if you will. But yeah, I, mean, I agree. As far as coach coaching, all the all the other guys that had to fill these roles in the last two years, I mean, that's all Zimmer for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. But anyway, um, anyways, the, what's up? Yeah. Go ahead. Zimmer has to deal with Kirk Cousins. So oh my god! Back. I don't want to talk about how Kirk Cousins outplayed Russ last weekend, but that's not here nor yeah, there. I didn't watch any of that game, but we can. Stop! This has been so much bear talk. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, it was important I mean, to, I, to get it off our chests because yeah. that that, that was the important any, starts. From here on out, everything is you know par for the course. But that, that not, uh, we didn't talk about that first start. Had I'm to. not saying anything that's not known or isn't being shared everywhere. Like, and I, I think people are like it's for the media, especially the local media. Like they uh, <laughs> they start beating on it. It's easy to beat the guy when he's down. It's like, but it is what it is. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, can you imagine how much a, a standard blog post about firing Matt Nagy gets these days? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Everyone wants to hear their own opinion echoed. So, yeah. yeah it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's what we've done now. We just created like a... Uh, like, 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 we're basically creating like the, the recycling logo. We're just going back and forth. Yeah, it's, we're just all, going... All of us are staring Reduce, re, reduce a, Matt Nagy to, to, to a dust. <laughs> reuse that as clickbaits. And then recycle it next week when he sucks again, and then boom. And then you just keep the story going for like four or five weeks. Yeah, that's probably all year. It'd be great. That's what, we're, that's what we're all pretty much just doing. What's, what's doing yeah, that's a good point. It's <laughs> definitely what we're doing. Just a couple of aggregators. Anyways, so now we're back in the NFL season, Sid. That's our first true NFL episode in season. We are only let the fans know out there who definitely never bet with us and always fade us. And we are going to continue to do some more betting talk this year, uh, pretty much the same formats. But so things are going to change there. But I do want to walk through a couple things, a couple trends we've seen now that we're now that we're three weeks in on the season. A couple, a couple notes. This is something I definitely noticed uh, as I lose all my bets last week as I played like six favorites out of eight. The dogs so far said thirty and eighteen against the spread. Yeah, and yeah. would you care to hear about some away dogs? Sure. 19-10. Wow. Basically, this year, betting-wise, has basically just been like a renaissance of my takes from last year that I have not applied to this year. <laughs> all, all, all my love for the Panthers and for the Raiders last year and for away dogs is still holding true now. 
but I'm just not profiting off it. So, I don't know. Someone, someone, someone in the league office is uh, an avid listener or something. Bet every single road dog this week and see how it goes. No, Sid. We don't chase. We don't chase our tails. Okay, we chase the future. So I'm basically. So I'm actually going uh, complete opposite this week. I'm going a lot of home favorites. A lot of home favorites. I'm not letting my my fear of, of favorites from last week carry over this week. Stay one step ahead. Exactly. You, you can't. You can't. You can't fade yourself from last week because then everything catches up to you this week. So you just gotta stay consistent. If you're doing great, fade yourself next week. Doing horrible. Then just do exactly what you're doing before the next week. So I'll, I'll, let you know, I'll let you know how that works out for me. But uh, but first, we game, we game tomorrow. Actually, probably the best Thursday night uh, matchup we've had outside of the uh, Bucks Bucks uh, Cowboys. Obviously, week one. We have the Jags and Bengals. Oh Jesus! In Cincinnati, uh, minus seven and a half for the Bengals, who are out. Probably two of their top six players. <laughs> And are coming off of a uh, much-needed win, as the Jags uh, threw the last one away against the Cardinals. After really, by the way, I had to say I was extremely impressed with one drive out of, out of Trevor Lawrence last week. And Wait, Frank, who, who's out? Who's out on the Bengals? Oh, sorry, I mentioned, I mentioned that. Uh, Jesse Bates, the starting safety, and T. Higgins are both oh, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Short, short week, but uh, actually, surprisingly, no significant injuries for the Jags because there really isn't any significant players for them to worry about yeah, yeah. outside of James Robinson. So, honestly, I mean, this is the exact same line the Jags got last week against the Cardinals, seven plus seven and a half on their end. And this is a, is a hobbled team on a short week, and we always see weird stuff on, on, a, sh- on a short week on Thursday nights. So you always have to go dogs anyways on Thursday nights. But this time especially, this is to me the Jags' most winnable game for the next five games or so of their schedule. Not that I expect them to get the main wins, but I mean, I don't see them. I don't see them going 0 and 17 at the same time. So yeah. if, they, if they are going to have two wins this year, I think it's. I think I actually would have Jags plus seven and a half and the money line on this game. Wow. Yeah. I think this will be. Uh, I haven't watched the full Trevor Lawrence game. It's probably good. I don't think I can name three non-fantasy relevant Ooh, Jags players. Fuck, that's hard. And especially since CJ Henderson got traded too. All right, uh, all right, go, go, please. You, you first. I don't think I can. Is Miles Jack still there? Yep, that's actually the only one I had. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, wait, 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 uh, what was it? Uh, Kavon Chason. What's his name? Kavon Chason from <laughs> from, L- from, L- from LSU. Oh, did he get just hired or just drafted? <laughs> he drafted, I think, uh, the same year Joe did. So this is, that, was, that was the draft, yeah, second to last draft. Um, and then after yeah, that, think... oh, oh, Cam Robinson, duh, left tackle. Oh yes, wait, um, I don't know who, who also got hurt. Who also got hurt last week, by the way? <laughs> I forgot, I forgot oh, to mention yeah. that. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but no. Yeah. I, we're sitting on this one, Sid. Where are you leaning? Talk to me. I think this. I think this game is um, gonna stay close, but I think the Bengals pull it out. And I, I think at the end, um, playing from behind, this Jacks team is not built for it. They're gonna make a mistake. I actually see the Bengals covering seven and a half here. I'm kind of sold on the Bengals. The Steelers suck. Yep. Um, and the Vikings, I think 
the Vikings. I think I give Mike Zimmer too much credit, Dalvin Cook too much credit. I think the Vikings are an okay team. They, they beat the Vikings. They lost to a very stout Bears defense on a good day. Um, By the way, a Bears team that was gone. desperate, desperate at that time too. Like I had, 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 had to have that game. They had no choice. Was, they were on, they were on the road too, and they made a game out of it. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of pieces coming together for this Bengals team. They had some clear holes, but I actually like what Zach Taylor is doing as far as like he is riding Joe Mixon. He's not bullshitting. He's not outsmarting himself like some other um, teams. <laughs> you can take you, you, you coaches. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Um, I mean, he has Joe Mixon, he has Joe Burrow, and he has Jamar Chase. Yes. He's not getting in the, in the way of that. Like, all right, yes, I have Joe Mixon. Um, yeah, my backup running back is not nearly as good as Joe Mixon. I can help Joe Burrow by running at 25 times with Joe Mixon. I'm going to do that. Like, I, I, I kind of, I like, Zach Taylor might get fired. But I like, uh, if he's going to get fired, this is the way to do it. Like, let's... <laughs> at, least, at least, at least try. Exactly. Yeah. Let's yeah. actually. You know what? All right, guys. I know. I've heard a lot of games about how to keep your job. I've heard a lot of advice, but you know what? I'm your strategy. I'm actually going to try. I'm going to well, do my do my damn like, best to have my team put out the best product possible. I maybe maybe they'll say my job. He started last Crazy year idea. with like, all right, Joe Burrow is one of the most like ready NFL quarterbacks. I'm going to go into just gunning it 60 times a game. And they had a, worse, a little bit of a worse game. So. But yeah. still, like, you know, if you I, just continued to do that, it didn't change at all. Yeah, it was, was not a blatant take job. That, that, that team would have easily – I think that team would have gone 7-9 and nine had Joe not – oh, probably more like 6-10 and 10, if Joe had not gotten hurt. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it was, it was impressive. I mean, that team had a lot of guts early last year when they were losing all those close games. I still love them. I'm, I'm actually completely with you, by the way. Uh, I, I'm all, I, I love this Bengals team. I just think it's a weird, it's weird timing. It, 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 they don't need the win nearly as bad, even even if they are trying to stay competitive in the in the, in the division. I don't think they view themselves as like a wild card lock that needs these games, you know. So, but also we we talked about the the one Trevor Lawrence good drive. I mean, whew. That's that's all that really matters to me. Like you could throw thirty picks uh, as, as a rookie, and I really wouldn't bat that much of an eye, as long as 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 long as you're able to put together like two good drives a game, knowing that you, showing that you that you at least kind of get it, have a modicum of skill that you can actually apply to the NFL. That's all I need from from rookies, really, and so. I mean, first of all, I'm not even that harsh on the QBs this, so far this year. I think everyone's actually looked pretty good, all things considered, uh, in the situations. But I mean, the fact that the Cardinals even made the Jags even made a game at, at, uh, out of their week three game against the Cards was impressive in and of itself to me. Even if right, even, right, even right, the Cards' defense right. is spotty right. at a lot of spots. Yeah, it's spotty. But with that with that O line, if you if you can score two touchdowns, I'm extremely impressed. <laughs> And in the emergence of uh, James Robinson uh, actually being fully back to his usual self probably helps a lot with that too. So, um, yeah, I don't think I think our expectations for the Jags are pretty much the same. Yeah, I, I had a feeling that was gonna. It ended up. I think the Cardinals ended up covering the spread. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, um, the, 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 it was post pick six. It never changed. Yeah. yeah, I had a feeling, and that's kind of what like. 
the Jags aren't ready to win those close games, even if they perform. And that's why it's oh, yeah, not not at all. But I think this is a good but, spot, though. It's good value in the yeah. line. I, I have a feeling that Cards game is going to get kind of weird because I also don't trust Cliff Kingsbury in this Cards game. I never do. Uh, I'm, with, I'm, with you on, I'm with you on that one. I mean, it allows Kyler to do some the, to. It is helping and maximizing Kyler to an extent. But Kyler still, I mean, nonetheless, Kyler will always do things that I think are just ridiculous in, like, a bad way, actually. He has a lot of ridicu- yeah. ridiculously good things, good things. But he has a lot of ridiculous shit. What? Yeah. It just looks so stupid. Yeah. I, I challenge his confidence as an NFL quarterback, like, three times a game, and then reminded, like, yeah, this guy can chuck it 60 yards, like, flat-footed. So, I, I get over that pretty fast. All right. On to the next game. This is actually a great NFC matchup of two very resurgent teams this year. We have the undefeated Carolina Panthers traveling to Jerry's World, full of salt McGriddles and such, uh, as the Cowboys are uh, minus four and a half. Initial thoughts after hearing that, hearing that line. I mean, we are... Is, is everyone just freaking loving the Panthers right now? I feel like the whole yes. league is just blowing the Panthers. Yes. <laughs> uh, and the coaching staff. And the coaching staff. Um, I, as soon as I started reading all the Sam Darnold hype, I was like, okay, like, cool, and I'm happy for Sam Darnold. I'm also a Sam Darnold, like, believer... As far as like, all right, we all know. Oh, I mean, I mean, I mean, rel- I mean, I'm a believer in the extent that he is, he is much exact, exactly. He is much yeah, better than what better, we saw. He's better, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's where we all but stand. I think as a country. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But <laughs> as soon as I saw that hype, I was like, <clears throat> all right, all of this is gonna go away, and at week 14, we're gonna be like, oh fuck, like. Panthers go nine, nine and eight. Yeah, as yeah, McCaffrey's hurt little, for seven games a year better. again. They might they might be better than that, but I think we're getting a little too excited about Sam Darnold. Even with the fifth year option, I think if Sam Darnold just like average or a little above, a little bit better than Teddy Bridgewater, um, the Panthers I think still see him as a very disposable asset. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. I I genuinely think that the Panthers have been a very smart team ever since they changed ownership. Yeah, absolutely. I've been very impressed. Every time, top, 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 top to bottom, it's been great. I mean, oh. yeah, they've given, they've hired a good coach, completely let him be. At least we think he's a good coach. It looks like he's. Well, I mean, at, at least, at least Joe Brady's a good coach. That's all we, that's all we really know. <laughs> yeah, and they've, they've been smart about their assets. They've paid Christian McCaffrey. They brought in some weapons. Um, they have a quarterback that they think is it was an upgrade, and they didn't do anything ridiculous to go get sure about um but i <clears throat> it's what is it plus four and a half for the panthers yes yeah i mean dax on the other side dax just playing such good football he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league i completely agree man oh i although as much as i really do hate a bunch of chris collinsworth like sucking off like two different people during each broadcast and this, and then last game it was basically it was basically just C.D. Lamb and uh, Dak. Uh, it was basically a bukkake of Cowboys on Chris Collinsworth's face. Every time he every time he said that he had complete control of the offense, I was like, no shit, no shit, dude. I feel like there's at least twenty quarterbacks that have a complete control of their own yeah. of their own of their own offense. <laughs> yeah. Any any competent one does. It's not really a compliment, but. 
I love this Cowboys team. We're basically exactly where we started last year before the deck injury, where it's like, oh my god, this offense has so many weapons. Like, we, obviously, we know that the O line isn't what it used to be. The defense is a little but, bit better this year. Oh my god, dude, Trayvon Diggs is like <laughs> put up a case to be a, a top five corner, like without 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 even a, a debate. And I mean, the man has the man is on pace for <laughs> to break the interception record in like. <laughs> Like seven more years, it's unbelievable. Like how quickly he's accumulated the kind of uh, stats he has so quickly. I was blown away to find that he, out. He has three picks this year. He has three picks this year yeah, already, yeah. and like had like four at least last year. And that's the thing, right? Like um, with the with the high powering, the defense can make go for so many more home run plays, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it looks so much better. Yeah. Um, Although I, I think ha- the Panthers are gonna, I think the Panthers are a good team. They're gonna play close games, and I just think the Cowboys at home, with the offense looking pretty powerful, I still don't trust Mike McCarthy and that coaching to make sure that this is like consistent and they're a legitimate team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't know if the Panthers have enough firepower. To yeah, keep I, up, especially if CMC is out. Exactly. As my next question, actually, leads me to the next question. Said. What would you put the line at if CMC was not hurt? My personal guess Ooh. would actually be Carolina minus one. Really on the road? On the road, I think. I think so. Because I, I actually, I, have, I would actually, I would, I would actually, because their, their defense is so good that I would actually have them, I guess, three point favorites in like a neutral site. So you give, you give them two points when they're when they're uh, when they're well, you take away two points if they're if they're the away team. Uh, yeah, I guess that line thinking is pretty fair. I, I would say the same. But, but uh, I, don't, I think I'm a, I'm a little bit. I, I mean, maybe. I mean, the thing is, I mean, you know, there's a lot to love about the Panthers team, even without CMC. I mean, they still have one of the most electric receiving cores in the entire NFL. It keeps getting better. They just trade away their backup tight end because Tremble has been so good for them as of last game. Uh, it was really, really impressive. I don't know, man. The scheme is just so good. Oh, there's, I mean,. O lines held up just enough. I mean, it's it's a really really fun team to root for, but I think I think I think this this game means a lot more to the Cowboys, and they're kind of catching fire right now. I mean, after last game, I mean, whew, it's hard hard not to think that. But I will say this: I love the Cowboys in this game, and I definitely take them with the four, with the four and a half. And I also love the under. So I really just don't. I really just, I don't believe this Panthers offense to score more than. I think three touchdowns would be aggressive to get out to get out of them this week. Yeah, that's kind of my because they're going to throw the whole time, and even if even if, even if Dallas Dallas' secondary is weak outside of Diggs, the fact that more you can just count on him being locked up the entire game. Like, there's nowhere else. There's yeah. only so much Sam Darnold can do. There's no way he's getting over two forty passing yards without garbage time. I, uh, I also just don't think this. Yeah, I, I don't think the Panthers have enough offense to keep up. No. Agreed. All right. Also, so moving on, Sid, here is our most disgusting Vegas, like, just spitting in your face with this line and say, all right, pick it. Dare you. Line of the week. Uh, Browns are going all the way across those uh, boring-ass Midwestern states like Illinois and uh, playing in Minnesota as the Vikings are plus two. Yes, but that's exactly the point, Sid. They're, 
Um, they were at home last week, and they basically had a bye week. Oh, okay. Are you referring? Are you referring the Brown? Are you referring the Browns or the Vikings? The Browns. Okay, I can double check. That's, that's gonna be a really mean. Yeah, in, that's gonna be a really mean insult. Otherwise, you son of a bitch. I didn't, I, I didn't realize. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. No. This was uh, the, the Browns had. A, they had. They played against a practice squad, like a, a dummy quarterback. They were just a dummy offense more, more so. But yeah. It, it was. It was. That's. I. I mean. Yeah. I. Um, also, I guess it's Dalvin Cook. Because he's worth three points. He. Dalvin took let's see. Let, let me see the injury report that I have pulled up. Dalvin Cook so far this week has. He was lim- he was limited in practice so far this week, which is a good sign. Yeah, so, I mean, I would I say he's on track big, to play. I think our opinions on the Vikings are pretty same. They're yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Talent on a lot in defense and some places in offense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're a slightly above average team, slightly. Yeah, slightly with the average it, quarterback with the very pretty low ceiling for what you want in today's NFL. And I'm, I'm kind of in on the Browns. Um, I mean, I, I like the team, but I, I think the same about Baker. I think Baker's and Parker, honestly, as far as their ceiling, are pretty similar quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, but the Browns just have so much more. I, I always trust like a run game on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The Browns, I love. I mean, it's just so I mean, sick. The yeah, I, and the thing is, the thing is, I think it's, it's more of just a good matchup for the Browns. I mean, obviously, I think this is a, you know a much wider, like a much wider spread than what we were given. Two points is not a lot as far as showing the actual disparity in, in talents and overall skill in these right. two teams. Um, I'm still waiting on. The Cleveland secondary to really come around and match what their uh, front seven is doing because they have a lot of talent there. It just hasn't it hasn't really quite shown from what I've seen so far. I mean, I mean, obviously, don't count the Bears game, but uh, the first two games, I was actually a little disappointed in the Browns defense. Uh, but I think I think they'll have a much because they're not quite ready to handle an offense as potent as uh, Minnesota's is right now. I think really we're gonna see ultimate ball control Cleveland's this weekend. I mean, Baker running uh, the hyper the hyper power run West Coast offense. I mean, they still have. I don't. I don't expect Landry to be healthy this week, right? I think we're still just with OBJ. Um, so really, they're not going to try and sling it and keep and keep up with them, and then just hope that even holds that holds out because I don't think they, they can actually keep pace with the Vikings offense. So I think we expect exactly what you, what you just said: a lot of running the ball. A lot of a lot of short throws and just keeping it in, in the typical West Coast scheme and just uh, keeping possession on on their side. So I, I love the un- I love the under in this game as well, and we'll probably also lean Browns. What's the over under on this game? Fifty and a half. I forgot to, I forgot to mention. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. It's fifty one and a half. But yeah. So I'm, I'm probably if I'm talking about what I'm actually going to bet, I'm probably not even going to touch this line. It's so weird and gross, but I am definitely hammering on the under. Yeah, I think after this, I, I, I think this could be a surprise game. This could just get yeah, English. agreed. But I don't know. Vikings, the Vikings, I don't know, riding too, a little too high off that last win. I think. Yeah. And Brown, the Browns, the Browns need a solid win. I mean, the Bears game, like, like I already said, doesn't really count. They, they need a solid win here. This is where they're gonna get it. All right. And then moving on. All right, Sid. We'll, we'll keep this one short. 
I just want to let you. I just want you to to let me know if this is a ridiculous line or not. Lions at Bears. Bears minus three and a half. I think it should be like three, maybe. Yeah. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. My, minus three. But you really think the Bears belong as favorites right now? After how well, after how well this Lions team has been playing. The Lions. Let's just. I mean. Oh, well, uh, we, 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 we assumed Andy Dalton is playing. I guess. There's just so much more talent on the Bears roster. The Lions have no one. I mean, DeAndre Swift. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, you expect a bounce back week from the Bears. I mean, they have shown up. You've seen this Bears team show up. They win some easy games. Last year they won on that run. They trick you. That's what I'm saying. Um, That's the win by the Bears is that, like, you give them respect when it comes to gambling because their defense is so good and that they always, like, make it a tough game. But then you're always like, I feel so dumb ever even thinking they could, like, outscore their opponents or even keep the margin close. And then they do. And yeah. Then I can never get a Bears right correct. A Bears bet correct. Yeah. I'm always on the opposite side. I mean, I'm going to say Lions plus three just because they play so hard. Um but I do think the Bears have a chance to fool us. And, uh, I, I mean, I, I want I want to say that only because Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton probably starting this week. I'm going to head to my happiness and say Lions. But I Ooh, I like that. Gonna, this is gonna this is gonna be a bounce back week, I think. Yeah. Matt Nagy wouldn't make it that easy again. Mm-hmm. Also, by the way, this is the commenting this week I've seen as far as uh, where the money is in all each of these games. There's probably four games where. There's over like 80% bets on one team. And I, actually, I was surprised to find out that this game was not one of them. There's only 65% of bets so far on the Lions. I'm telling you guys, bounce back week, it's going to be disappointing. Yeah. I'm also not taking the... I'm also very worried about being on the wrong side of this. So I'm actually just going Detroit Money Line, plus 125. Okay. Um... I would like to talk about this game as little as possible, Sid. So let's try and get through this one yeah, quickly. Uh, well, not 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 not, not oh, that game. I mean, the next one. It's even worse than what we just talked about. Uh, Texans and Bills. Texans are heading all the way to Buffalo. Hostile environments with Davis Mills, Mike Glennon 2.0. Bills minus 16. Um, I mean, both of these teams are exactly what you think they are. There's yes. Not much to be said. Um, Pittsburgh came into Buffalo, a very well-coached team, obviously lacking in a lot of areas. But it's the Steelers. They're a tough matchup, and it, it, they're hard to play. Um, I still feel the Bills are good and are one of the best teams in the AFC. Um, the Texans are one of the worst teams, but this is the NFL and 16 points in a lot. And I am going to take Texans plus 16 to keep this close. Also, the Texans are not terribly coached either. I know it's easy to say that from this angle of like, all right, everyone expects you to lose by 50 every week, so you keep it within 50. You say it's been Mm-hmm. Oh no! I mean, Coley has been I mean, actually really good. I mean, he got a lot of shit yeah, and, in week, and week one for that for that punch. Yeah, but. Like, everyone looks a little like prepared. <laughs> um, that's more than can, what can be said for other teams. Coaches, um, <laughs> is, this, is, are you, is this just subtweets? Are we subtweeting this episode? Is that our thing now? Uh, every 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 game is like, well, you know, some other coaches. 
maybe name Matt Nagy could do this. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. I, I just think 16 points is too much. I don't think there's a lot to be said for those games. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I will say is that the last, in the last two games, uh, the Bills have had a lot of touchdown luck. I mean, I mean, I, I would say, well, maybe less so last game against Washington. That was just a genuine ass-beating. Handed by Josh Allen personally. Uh but before that, I mean, the whole Dolphins game was just, I mean, their offense was kind of ballooned by just a bunch of weird plays. And even though they didn't even look that great, they still ended up winning by 35. I think I think scoring-wise, the Bills have been on a little bit of a lucky streak as far as, like, putting up 30, 40 points a game, which, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're amazing offense, and they're capable of putting up 30 on anybody. Um, but I also think the points are too much, and I do think the Bills come back down to earth a little bit. And also, and also, big news uh, here, Sid. Big scoop. The playbook is being opened up for Davis Mills, according to David Coley. Instead of 10 plays, might get 15. Who knows? A couple, a couple different slant variations. Instead of just running slants most yeah. of the time. I, mean, I don't know. Could yeah. be could be hype. I don't want to talk about this game. Yeah, me either. All right, moving on. Um, uh, all right. Colts at Dolphins. Uh, this game is so I know, it's so ugly. Dolphins minus two. I I mean, I feel like everyone's gonna go, I feel like everyone's going Colts because no one believes they can be this bad, which they really can't. Um, so that's exactly what I'm doing here. I'm I'm going I'm going money line. Yeah, I'm, going, I'm, I'm money line money line Colts. I just don't. They've been competitive in every game. Yeah, and also Jacoby. Oh, but here here this said. What Jacoby said about the game? Uh, he said it, it's not a revenge game for Jacoby against the Colts. I'm not sure if you're like a career backup, you can have a revenge game. I mean, mm, there was a I don't know. time where people thought that Jacoby Brissett was like probably a starting quarterback. Didn't the Colts? Like, I mean, he, he's, he he can be a starting quarterback. I mean, it's, he's a very low end one. He won't. He's not winning you a lot of games, but he can play starting quarterback. I could play starting quarterback. I'm not saying I deserve that role or that I'd be getting good at it, but I could do it. I could exist as a starting quarterback, and that's about it. Same as Jacoby. Yeah, so Colts plus two. Yeah, I'm taking Colts plus two. I'm trying to remember what the 2019 Colts when Jacoby started with the record was. Uh, I think five and 11. Really loud at that time. Seven and nine. Seven and nine. I mean, yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Still decent team. Still decent roster back then. Anyways. But yeah, Colts. Uh, Colts are a well coached team, too. They've been kind This is a better team than the record shows. I think they're like, in a solid spot to be the second best team in the division. And I could I could see the team that making a late push. I'm not a Carson Wentz believer, so I don't think so. No. But I wouldn't be. It wouldn't just call, you know, Kobe shots. The man looks, looks like he plays. While all his toes are stubbed at the same time, somehow. He's always falling down. It's like he just stubbed his toe like a second before he does anything. Alright. Anyways, uh, hate, hate that game. Hate both those teams right now. What? I mean, also, by the way, this is the, that, that game is the ultimate like uh, regression bowl. <laughs> like, like Cowboys-Panthers is the, is the progression bowl. This is the regression bowl. Two teams that are wildly underperforming. And I just don't care about it. Alright. Sid. This is a huge game for the Chiefs, at least from a betting perspective, because, yet again, it's, touch, it's a touchdown lead in their line as they travel to Philly, play the Eagles, 
However, the Chiefs are, I believe, either one in thirteen or one in fourteen in their last in the last so many games uh, against against the spread. Vegas just keeps making easy money off of the Chiefs every single week because everyone thinks you can just put in a Chiefs bet, let it ride, everything goes fine. Not not, not the case. Obviously, this year not so much, but. Even during the entirety of the playoffs last year and into the regular season, Chiefs never covered. And I was betting them every single week. Uh, so here we are. I don't know what to do with this line. I, I mean, can this po- impossible streak of, of bad luck? I know. And the Eagles, like, need this game because they're probably still the second-best team in the division at home. I mean, just is, got their asses beat. Yeah, this is – I um, – I – Nick Sirianni reminds me too much of Matt Nagy, so fuck him. With hair. Ooh, uh, if you were to Photoshop hair onto Matt Nagy and give him like a little goatee, he may look exactly like Nick Sirianni. <laughs> they might be the same person. <laughs> um, ever seen, ever seen him in the same room together before? This game. I, I also think at the beginning of the season, the Eagles were underrated. Um, yeah. But Nick Sirianni's like, he's done some things from like, uh, I don't know, like, he's trying to... I mean, he's, I mean, he's weird, but the Eagles fine. have played better than they, did, they were doing at any point last year. Just in, just in general. Yeah, that's fair. They seem more competitive. I mean, the team, Doug Peterson, I kind of just lost a lot when he lost his Oh, game. yeah, that, I mean, that was a horror. Yeah, agreed. But yeah, I, I, I think Chiefs last time just because the Chiefs are not losing this game. I would... I don't really want to bet that line, though. I, w- I would say Chiefs money line, but the odds are probably. Would shit. you Would you like to hear the, the over under, Sid? Would that help you out a little bit? Fifty six. Fifty four and a half. Yeah. I think it's uh, yeah. I'll actually, I'll actually go ahead and smack that over because honestly, Jalen Hurts literally is like the, the Jekyll and Hyde quarterback of the NFL. It's one one week off, looking like. God awful. Next week on, people are like, "Oh my God, he's the truth. He's the future." <laughs> and yeah, we, 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 we just go back and forth every single week. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and say that Jalen Hurts might be the best quarterback of uh, his draft class, and uh, uh, well, down the road, career wise, we'll see. Uh, that's kind of my prediction uh-huh. there. It's a, it's a little take I'm sitting on, uh, but anyways, and also he just doesn't get enough credit in general, so. Yeah, hey. I honestly think he's a good player, but he's on a bad team, and he's been on a bad team. Like, he's not going to take your team to the next level. I don't think his ceiling is that high. No. But, but no. But, yeah. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't feel crazy going at Chiefs my seven here, but it's so ugly to play, especially with an exact touchdown lead. If you can buy points, just go – just say, fuck it. Chiefs, Chiefs my, my, you know, minus six and a half. T- and take whatever odds they yeah, give you. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not worth. It's not worth it. Yeah. And uh, same goes for the Eagles the opposite way. All right. Moving on. Uh, next game is Titans at Jets plus seven. I want oh, you to tell me. I want you to tell me who you pick, but no, but nothing else. I don't even want to talk about this game. I don't even want to say anything about it. I want you to give me a pick. My, my, my seven. Five points. Yeah, yeah. No. 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 That's not. Yeah. All I'm gonna say is ditto. Moving on. All right. Huge, huge, huge matchup I don't care about. Football team at Falcons in Atlanta. Falcons plus one and a half. Football team. Now I'm thinking about it. There's, I mean, the, the bounce back game is necessary. So competitive in the, in the division. Falcons I've completely given up on. Arthur Smith looks fat and stupid. 
as he coaches this team. And he makes me sad because all I want to watch is these good uh, offensive players in the Falcons who uh, can't produce because Matt Ryan's old and this scheme it seems boring and uh, this team sucks. I don't even think this is like Matt Ryan's fault. Like, <laughs> I know he's, 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 just, he's just old. It's not his fault. I'm just saying he's, he's old. Arthur, he can't Ar- play anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arthur Smith is a... He's Say got it. a different style of quarterbacking, but I think he's got the same thing. Like, I'm not expecting Arthur Smith to like, do anything different or creative or unique. Like He's going to keep games kind of close. If he had Derrick Henry, this team would be okay. Um, it's I don't think he's a guy who's going to use the team and offense that he has. Um, to the best of its ability. Like, I think you have enough talent here. Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley. I guess the defense kind of sucks. It's, to it's, make it's, something work. And, and by the way, their uh, starting quarter, AJ Terrell, is uh, very much hurt right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> the lone bright spot. This team is going to be weird. This game is going to be weird, where Arthur Smith is going to do something that makes us think, oh, shit, does this team have a chance? And Matt Ryan's going to have a bounce back game. Because Washington might also be worse than we thought going into the season. Of course, not having Ryan Fitzpatrick. Is really right, hard. right. I mean, and also Samuel's been hurt the first four weeks. Yeah, he won't, he won't yeah. be back. He won't be back, be back until next week. But even the defense is getting kind of sliced. Um, yeah, agreed. I mean, we can't, when your offense can't, hold, can't keep someone on the field, uh, keep the defense off the field, I mean, uh, then yeah, you will have that. <laughs> Good defenses can get yeah. exposed when they're on the field for like eight minutes at a time. I mean, this game could go either way. What do you think? Yeah, I, honestly, I would. Prefer, I, I kind of like the Falcons just because they need a win so so badly. But I also hate that team. I also hate everything that's going on. That, the Falcons and they're really hard to watch. So I'm just gonna go ahead and yeah. say fuck it. I don't want. I don't. I just want to bet on them. Even if it's a smart play, the sharp play to go to the Falcons. I'm not. WFT. All right, Giants Saints. This is actually my lock of the week, Sid. Uh, wow. just, just ahead of time. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm going to let you, we'll let you ramble for a bit, and then you can uh, guess on your own time. But uh, the spread is 7.5, Saints at home. <clears throat> Minus 7.5, that is, obviously. But, so where are we staying with Jameis right now? Where are we staying with Jameis? That's where we have to start from the very beginning. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's inconsistent. I didn't expect Sean Payne to fix him. I expected Sean Payne to design an offense that takes off a lot of pressure. And, and makes things very easy for him. Yeah, which, we, he's been reduced to basically pl- being Drew Brees. <laughs> I mean, in his last on. year. I mean, oh, oh, oh I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying the route, the route trees he's had, he's had to deal with. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, there's only yeah, you only get a couple fine, of deep but shots. I'm not but. trusting James Winston. Like, I didn't trust Sean Payne to be doing what's best for the team. I and mean, yes, Sean Payne's keeping it within ten yards. There's a reason for that. And also, let's not, I mean, just, uh, let's, I mean, even if Drew Brees was washed last year, I do not want to yeah, it's all, insult it's all. Jameis Winston by comparing him to Drew Brees. <laughs> I'm saying he's being, he's being relegated. I think Jameis is, is, I mean, obviously he's way more talented than Drew was his last two years. I mean, there's no reason this, this, this team should not be much better than it is, outside of the fact that their receiving core is hot garbage. Although the defense, very, 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 very impressive. 
I mean, they have talent. Like, they've had talent on the defense. They have enough pieces. Yeah. Um, Lattimore looks I feel insane like as always. Seven and a half, I hate the Giants and Joe Judge and Daniel Jones. I don't think... I, I don't even like Saquon Barkley anymore. I'm so tired of franchise <laughs> that I don't even like Saquon. I hate Sterling Shepard. I think Kenny Galladay's contract is awful. <laughs> because he went to the Giants. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything is... Bad. I don't like anything about this franchise. I don't think this franchise has one piece. I hate David Gettleman. It does. They, 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 they have one piece. Bradbury. They have one uh, good corner. One good corner. I mean, you're not <laughs> and, there. It's whatever. That's a five-year window. That's, okay. I'm, just, I'm just saying. I mean, it's, it's a piece. It is, it is a thing so you could I use. Don't to wanna, I don't want to bet on the Giants on the road, but I feel like this is too easy. Seven and a half is like... Maybe a little too much. Um, I feel like this is kind of a trap. But I, I would feel pretty good about going six and a half, seven. Um, yeah. Because I just don't know how to do it. Giants suck. Joe yeah, Jones I mean. sucks. Daniel Jones sucks. Giants suck. What are you doing? You, think, you know what, Sid? Actually, when I was looking at, this, at these spreads uh, before, we, before we got on, I had to, I had all those motions, same emotions go through go through my brain. I was just I was like, this is why I don't talk about this team on the pod. Well, last year, this year I'm talking about them, but uh, only because I can't stop saying Giants for some reason. Um, I I hate this team. I I don't think anything about it. Agreed, and I I hate being a Saquon Barkley football uh, fantasy fantasy owner. It's terrible. It makes me sad every single week seeing talent like that reduced to like eight fan, eight fantasy points in a PPR league. It's depressing. All of it sucks. But this is an insulting line, I and mean, come on, I mean, sure, Danny, Danny Danny drops is due for like at least one fumble of this game. Um, by the way, I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing to bet that. If someone, if someone can relay me the line for that bet this week, I'm hammering it because it's going to happen. But points are too, are too much. This is going to be a super low scoring game. Yeah, I, sure. I, I I don't. I mean. Kamara will do, will do his thing because there's just no feasible way of actually – you cannot stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Like, he's, like, one of the few guys in the NFL that actually relates to. It's, like, him, Mahomes, and Josh Allen occasionally of guys that you genuinely cannot stop. They're but you can just kind of like – Yeah, true. That's a good point. But, uh, yeah. I mean, by the way, uh, we're going to talk about how, how gracefully Kamara gets tackled. The the, yeah, man, the man so, the man never goes honestly, down on not on his own terms. It's so impressive. Yeah, honestly, him, Dalvin Cook, and Christian McCaffrey to a certain degree, they're so entertaining the way they run, how elusive they are. Yeah, it's so like fun. the only time they get tackled is like is like when they've like already like half beaten somebody, the guy that's tackling them, and they like they just get like a shoelace tackle, and like they kind of go down their own. I think Alvin Kamara's game could like almost age well. Oh, oh, oh! Exactly. I mean, he's had a couple injuries here and there, but like, I mean, usage has been generally low up until this year. We obviously seen an uptick a little bit in touches, but but yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think I think it really be aged pretty well. But nonetheless, Giants plus seven and a half. Back to the main point here. I, I, I think I think it's, it's it's such a hard play to make that you almost have to do it. Like I really, yeah, I really, I really, I, I really I hate it, that but that, that it feels feels like such a sharp pick. The Saints pick, are so that makes not me love that it. good. The Saints are not that good. It's it's just good. it's just the defense. That's like what, if you're betting on the I Saints, you're counting on two turnovers. I think the Giants are one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah, and I hate them. 
<laughs> uh, same here, buddy. Same here. All right. Uh, now we actually have like a couple of games to actually talk about. Uh, we got the Cardinals going to the Rams. Actually, I think this might be like only the second. Actually, you know, it might be the first NFC West matchup all year long. Uh, yep, in LA, in LA, minus four and a half for the Rams. All of these are playoff teams. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's tough because the Cardinals like had a little scare last week, but still pulled it out with a relatively convincing like high energy victory. But the Cardinals are also a, Jek- a Jekyll and Hyde like team, you know. Like you can never, you can never bet them the same way you did the week week, week before, except except to win. You just can't. Yeah. And, I, I, and I, the Rams are too much of a wagon for me to, especially at home, no. for me not to bet yeah, for now. I'm not betting against the Rams. The Rams at home. There's too much forward momentum. Yeah. The Rams are going to start disappointing later. Mm-hmm. So Exa- exactly. Exactly. The Rams are, I, um, I would be willing to say the Rams could easily go 8 no to start the year. They're almost too hot too early. Exactly. What are you doing? Pretty... Why are you being so fussy? <laughs> you, so you, you never you want to be... You not have your shit together like this. Exactly. As a, as, as a Hawks fan... You exposed yourself. Yeah. You as exposed yourself. Yeah. You mm-hmm. yeah. That, that exactly, exactly happened to us last year after starting a little hot. It's like, oh my god. Like, yeah. Hawks are a wagon. Russ is cooking. Yada, yada, yada. It's like, then everyone, like... The target is on your back. And there's no way you can adjust enough mid-season. Yeah. Also, and by the way, I'm also... I'm, I'm being... Well, go ahead. You go ahead. <clears throat> I'm being slightly sarcastic. Like, be good if you want to be good. But, you know, that's just the trend. Um, but, it's, but it's true, though. It is true. good, bad, early, you, momentum, like, you, you do have to adjust. And sometimes you fall off a little bit. It's hard. I mean, it's, with 16 games, it was hard to stay on top of it. Uh, yeah. And that 17 games, it's harder. And you want to be rolling at the right time. Sean McVay did too good of a job getting Matthew Stafford up to speed. <laughs> Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford had too many breakfasts together. Yeah, they're too much. Uh, yeah, they're, they're actually yeah. Co- they're actually codependent. It's actually you joke about, you joke about a lot of these points, but there's a lot of truth in a lot of it. First of all, Matt Stafford and Cooper is becoming is becoming uh, codependent on Cooper Cup. First of all. That will not that will not continue throughout the year, and that's actually going to be a big issue for this Rams offense because there's no chem. I haven't seen a lot of chemistry with Woods like really at all. I mean, he's not getting any touches. He's, he's basically getting like five, six targets a game at most, which is not nearly enough for a receiver of his caliber. As Cup gets like thirteen in his like in his like Stafford safety blankets that he goes everywhere with. Uh, that actually is going to some problems for them. And uh, the reason why, I actually, like, I understand you're joking about the being too early thing, but actually I do think that's a, a good point because, uh, well, only 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 Sean McVay could actually adjust to being figured out. There's very few other people who could. Uh, but the thing is, they're, they're just not a deep roster. I mean, they've, they've, they have this revolutionary way, at least in their mind, of managing the cap where you're just saying, okay, we're going to waste all our draft capital and money on trading for and re-signing essentially six players to carry this team, and then ho- and then and then and then hoping that we're smart enough drafters from rounds three onward that we can fill we can fill out the rest of this roster. Aging free agents, like one. Exactly. Guys. Yeah. It's like all right. We already have the best corner, the best best of any one in anyone's front seven. Any of those roles. But I will say that still takes a lot of talent to execute. 100%. Right? 100%. But they're also a well-run organization. You know, like, you know, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of and appeal. You have Sean McVay. 
Exact, exactly. Yeah. The offense will, will always but, be at least pretty damn good. Yeah. But, um, and also it's kind of just sad to think, like, you know, it's hard. To, and Jared yeah. Goff, like, has been kind of exposed. Like, we already knew it. We all kind of just... Like deep, yeah, deep down, it's like, it's like, yeah, like we all kind of like don't want to shit on this guy. Why is he doing so well, though, you know? Yeah, but, like, you know, you're not that good. Like, you're not that guy, pal. A lot of, Just trust yeah, me. So you're not. It sucks to see. Um, but, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. And also, and also by the um, way, we, we also need a humbling of the Cardinals' offense, which is, not, which is really, yeah. by the way, not happened at this point, and it is going to happen. I think this might be a route. This might yeah, this might be a twenty will. point blowouts. I'm very concerned about the Cardinals this game. Cliff Not that Kingsbury I care. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. I'll admit they've they've, they've drafted well. They brought they brought in talent this team, but like the second, like Kyler, I don't know. It's like I'm not sure what the catastrophic event would be to like turn this all around. I'm not sure what the what's going to be. I think it's basically like once Kyler like signs his extension. Cliff Kingsbury's me fired within a year and a half. Like I'm willing to guarantee it. This team's gonna fall off. I, I almost yeah. I don't like. I don't like the one dimensional they are. Like yeah, they can't they cannot run the ball. They, they, they can only play one type of way, and they. I don't like teams that are so. You know, as a fan of a team that is this way, like you know what you're gonna get week to week, and they don't have many ways to surprise you. Even someone like the Titans, the Titans are not a very good team, and Derrick Henry is clearly the best player. I mean, they're willing to run the ball 30 times, but they still have A.J. Brown, and they'll do some unique things on defense here and there. The Cardinals play one type of way, and I think if I don't, I don't find find that to be sustainable. Yeah, and I, 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 I mean, I feel the same way about the Niners in, in different respects. Um, I mean, no matter how well, I mean, how well coached you are, they're still one dimension, one dimensional with, 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 with as long as Jimmy G is the starting quarterback of the Niners. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, but, yeah, let's move on to that game. Yeah, well, let's. That's actually the next one on the slate. Nice little segue there. First one of the NFL season, Sid. How's that make you feel? Good. Yeah, thought so. Anyways, uh, time to really get into it because this is. Uh, Seahawks going to San Francisco as the Niners are favored by three. Uh, for the record, I have not hedged my happiness on the Hawks this year, and boy, have I felt silly. <laughs> I've been vindicated because the offense is still very good. Second in DVOA, by the way, despite uh, the points per game being a little bit of a concern. Hyper-efficient offense. The scheme looks great. Russ looks great. However... We're running into a little bit the same problem, but in more of a microcosm of like all of last year. Essentially, every game is the Seahawks season from last year, but put into a game. First half, oh my god, <laughs> up by two, up by two scores, no problem. Large score, twenty four points. Uh, we're on, on pace to really fuck these guys up, and all of a sudden, the second half rolls around, and two games in a row, Sid, practically zero points in, in the second half. Pathetic. And, and the thing is, okay. uh, that's what people want to, the thing is, I, I all of a sudden, know, I know Shane gets this. <laughs> I know he'd be more, more about football than I'll ever understand. He'll probably forget more than I'll ever understand. Um, but I don't understand, but I can't fathom why the foot is being taken off the metaphorical gas pedal 
as you were killing these teams, doing exactly what you're doing. I don't, I don't get it. I, 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 never, I never do. I, I don't understand why this team can't put up 40 points a game against anybody. When they obviously could. <laughs> is this, is this, one of, is this the most talented off offense that this Hawks team has ever had. <laughs> I, think the, I think the O-line, the O-line is, is, be, is, the, is the best it's been in Russ's entire career. And yet still, here we are, doing the exact same thing. Like, showing so much promise. Team looking like world beaters. And Demon's actually looking passable for a half. And then everything falls apart because literally all, all any other team does is just run the ball for the entirety of the second half. Keep our offense off the field. And if we don't execute on, like, the three drives that we have, we only get, like, we're probably going to score 10 points in the second half at most. So, I don't know. Really, until, until this... Uh, Pass rush improves or our secondary figures it out. This it's gonna be the exact same game script for uh, every single game. But I still love the Hawks here as dogs because this is a desperation win. If the Hawks go one and three. There's a strong chance they're not, not making the playoffs. And the Niners have been playing way above their pay grade lately. I think they're actually probably the most overrated team in the NFL right now, even more so than the Panthers. Ooh. Yeah, that's not, that's not even rivalry talk. That's just that's just me being real. I mean, the defense has actually looked pretty spotty. Their corners terrible. The front seven still very also very very talented. O line decent enough, but without with, so good. I know, but without without a run game, they play the every, the, the O line fits the scheme so well. I know, I know it, it didn't look for the other team, but I, the, thing is, the thing is, I mean, if you don't have Mostert for a good amount of the year, and Lance is too raw for you to bench Jimmy G. There might be some actual legitimate problems in San Fran. Like I could see there being a, a mid-season yeah. like if, Niners are like four and three at like extra seven games, and people are like, "Ooh, I don't know," because we're already getting Jimmy G yeah, benching talk, a, and I and I feel it. Pressure situation. Yep, yep, yeah, and Jimmy G is not ready situation. for it. <laughs> and if only the bigger problem is if you're forced into the Trey Lance issue. Been playing with Trey Lance. You're then you're even more fun to not you're, play Trey Lance, and he's not ready. <coughs> you think you have to because Jimmy G is not performing, and then you fuck up Trey Lance. Lance won't well, exactly. Not even a sure thing. Exactly. Not even a sure thing. Lance, I don't think Lance will be so, ready, isn't ready all year. I, mean, could, uh, I do agree that potentially this could get real ugly real quick if things go south. Mm-hmm. But I'm a Kyle Shanahan believer, and like he's almost one dimensional, but he's like smart. Um. And he, like, John Lynch is good and has gotten drafted. I mean, how hard was it to draft Nick Bosa, I guess? Second overall. And Fred, Fred Warner is good. But <clears throat> these guys are smarter than some other teams and coaches. Yes. I mean, I mean, I mean they've um, put themselves in a weird position only because yeah, they, they, they – Only, they're only because the they can the – Yeah, only because they can handle it. <laughs> But I think that uh, might be a little vain. I think you can rectify such a toxic, weird situation. I mean, pot- potentially, of course. I mean, I'm not saying it's toxic right now. I'm just saying there's a lot of not-so-great signs for the Niners. Yeah. I mean... I wish they'd sign a receiver. Like, these... I think we get caught up in teams like this. Pittsburgh had the same issue last year. It's like, oh, you have so many weapons. No, actually, you have no one. Everyone's just not great. And it feels like you're com- a lot of people are competing because you have weapons, but it's because mm. no one's really good enough. I mean, I would say that outside of Kittle. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, as far yeah, as like superstars goal. that will be open essentially every single play, or at least give you uh, a few yeah, shots. Uh, Jimmy G is going to hold George Hill back in this offense. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I mean that was like the first thing that came to my mind last week after that fumble. I was like, man. I don't know. This is looking <laughs> like I don't know. I, there's some dominoes that could really fall and fuck up this whole team. Very, yeah, very quickly. It could, but I, if they do have a good foundation and a good coach to hold them over. I don't think it'll go south, but if it does, I agree. It could get real ugly real quick. Yeah. And Jimmy G is like that, like the perfect quarterback. <laughs> he's like gonna start. But he's going to also hold you back. Like yeah, it's a classic Jared Goff situation. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or even like play, even watching Baker. Like that game should have been like forty to six if Baker. Had a I know. It's it's. I think about Baker's that sometimes he he does though. Then you're like, yes, like he's the truth. Like Baker could be like a top five, like not yeah, five, he's, ten, he's ten, ten. <laughs> when he's accurate. He's more accurate, like. I could see Baker having that now. Now that you know we have this in the modern NFL, we have this Jared Goff. Like, what happened with Jared Goff? <coughs> Air experiences like Baker is kind of that tier of quarterback. Like, all right, you have to design an offense around him. And if you find an opportunity, go get a guy that's going to blow the top off your offense. That doesn't need you, a system. You still go get it. Yes, exactly. And you trade a couple picks to do it if you have. To. Essentially, so it it it. it it is the market inefficiency of quarterbacks. That's where we're. That's where we're at. Right. It, took, it took a while. Exactly. It took a while. Everyone <laughs> to be so good. You you understand? You need your quarterback to be great to win a Super Bowl. Most likely, the Niners and Rams did the same thing. They just did, went about it two separate ways. But the Niners think Trey Lance can be Matt Stafford. I'm sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. But all this to say that Hawks plus two and a half is a lot. They yeah. This game too bad. Yeah, I, 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 love, I love it so much. And also, by the way, the line opened at one, and everyone's moving off the Hawks. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just a better – I mean, of course, I'm sure the quarterback, the variance in quarterback play here. Um, and I think the whole league is happy to see this offense. And you are – I mean, I'm sure you, you asked for it. I was going to say, like, this is the offense you asked for. Uh, yeah, but the thing I is, our, our, our defense is, is still not, just as bad is the problem. <laughs> and yeah. so that's and really – you're not – if you're not scoring enough points, you have the offensive coordinator you wanted, so now it's time to question the motivation and work ethic of Russell Wilson. All so. right, all right. I mean, he's he's not doing the podcast anymore. Okay, as long as he's doing the podcast, I don't, I don't question his I don't question his leadership or decision making. Is he distracted? Hmm. If he had if he had the if he had if he had the if he had the pod, then I would say yes. I think everything else is like is like ad hoc appearances, small shits. He's, he's, keeping, he's keeping himself open. Nice and light. Who does this guy think he is? Joe Namath over here. Joe Namath of the West Coast. He actually is the Joe Montana, uh, because Joe Montana thinks that uh, Russ is the most similar to him of any player in the NFL. No way he said that. He did. I swear to God. I'm actually, I'm actually surprised Steve Young didn't say, didn't, didn't say that, but uh, it was Joe Montana, yeah, apparently. Yeah, I, like Steve, I would say Steve and by, the, and, by, and by the way, apparently that's uh, why Russ wore 16 at uh, NC State. No, wait, Wisconsin. Really? Both? I think both. 16 is a sick number. He wore 16 at Wisconsin. By, by the way, we have, not had good, we have not had good 16 since Joe Montana. Like, it is actually a hard number to pull off. I don't think we've had a good 16 uh, as, as far as quarterbacks go. I think Jake, Jake yeah, DeLome, I think he was 17. 
Fuck. Man. Yeah, 16 is sick. Damn, I think I'd rock. No, no one has the balls to do 16, though. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. It's it's wow, a weird. What's going on with the ten, 10 through nineteen or upper teens? Who's your good teen quarterback? There's not tons. I mean, you get so soft. Oh, so you're, you're, oh, so you're saying above twelve? Yeah. Kurt yeah. Warner. No, too old. I'm sorry. Like, somebody's gonna break this back. One <laughs> is kind of weak. I wish Justin was like one. One is kind of weak. No, one's one's cool. One's cool. Honestly, honestly, he should he should have been two because he's always been like number two to Trevor Lawrence. Like, if if he like really like went into that whole chip on the shoulder thing, if he went number two, that'd be good. I would like that a lot. Oh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor's gonna bring sixteen back. Oh, that's a good point. I don't know how you even think about that. I hope so. I I I still think Trevor looks the best of all the rookies. By the way, I still think looks the best. Yeah, I mean he's I mean he's on a shitty team. But dude, he gonna, oh. Trevor Lawrence is ready enough and mentally strong. Like, that touchdown pass he's was such so a surefire thing. It's just like that's the type of quarterback. Whereas an Andrew Luck type of quarterback, play him. I don't care who's ahead of him, play him. He'll learn from it. He's been through enough. He's the best quarterback. He'll make it happen. If he struggles, he struggles. I'm not losing confidence. It's like a Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck type situation. Mm-hmm. Let him suck. He'll be fine. Yeah, agreed. So, uh, yeah, so Hawks Hawk, uh, plus three for both of us. Easy call. Actually, it's a, it's a really intriguing game slash line. The Ravens are traveling to Denver. Uh, too close. It's too close. What is it? It's, really? minus, it's minus one. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's ready. Uh, it's tough. ready. They're That's begging tough. us to pick. They're begging us to pick Baltimore. They really are. I know, but is this... But see, this is, 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 is what they do, that though. This is what they do. Like, they... they, they oh, I know, but Teddy is just... He, I mean, Baltimore looks very spotty. Very spotty. And Lamar is just running for his life. Yeah, if, 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 any, if any defense can contain him, it's Denver. Yeah, this is a big I think, I think it's I think it's a really risky play, but I kind of like the... I think it's so crazy, you got to do it. I don't think I can. I think I'll feel really dumb for this, but I, I'm I'm like feeling like very confident in Broncos and Broncos uh, minus one. I hate it. I do. And for the record, by the way, uh, this is one of the, this is another one of those like eighty percent splits as far as who's betting on who. But uh, this is a oh was it? sorry, it's only sixty one. Oh, Reminds. Yeah. Sorry, the the the, uh, the, the big switch is uh it's eighty percent have picked Tennessee just for cover, seventy four percent picked KC uh, Jesus KC to cover, and then with some future some upcom- upcoming games here with some big uh, splits and bets. I'm sure you'll be able to guess what the teams are. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's, it's gonna be a really it's gonna be a really telling game for both teams, and although I don't really think the Broncos deserve to be four and zero. I think this is still a, a game they probably should win. And by the way, their running game gets better and better every single week. And same goes for their their. Uh, I mean, they literally just the, these problems teams have been proving like week by week. It's pretty 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 impressive. Yeah, I'm not ready to hop on this Broncos team. I like them. They have weapons. Teddy Bridgewater is a fine quarterback. <laughs> 
I actually I like Javante Williams quite a bit. Obviously. Oh, I, oh, I do. I love me some Javante Williams. He looked, he, he looked uh, amazing last week. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be a kid running back. Um, oh, yeah. Three-down guy for sure. They have a, not, a lot of pieces. Big Fancier is also good coach. But I'm not. They just don't. I mean, the quarterback position is not sure enough, but I'm not sold on them yet to start picking them in a reliable team like Baltimore, which I'm not even a believer in. I have more negative things to say about Baltimore. Oh, I do. I, I, I don't want to disparage them too much. Oh, no, it's it not the point of this podcast, Sid. We don't talk, we don't talk shit on our own teams, okay? We don't talk – and the Giants, but, you know. Everyone else, a little nicer. All right, moving on. Uh, relatively big game. We have three big games left. Steelers at Packers, minus seven. Uh, I still think this game is that interesting. Uh, and I'm for sure betting on the Steelers because you just have to hate – you, you got to hate this bet so goddamn much that it, it's almost beautiful. Uh, Packers are, by the way, are seven-point favorites at home. And they're currently receiving nearly every single bet because the Steelers looked so bad last week. Oh, the Steelers are bad. The thing is, it was was almost so bad, such a bad game that felt like an an anomaly. Like, Pittsburgh will not play that bad again. I think they need that win badly. Pittsburgh could afford to lose it, and just everything did not go their way. Uh, So I think that was more of an anomaly game to me. I'm not going to overreact to it. I just think this is good value here, even if I don't like Pittsburgh this year. I'm, the Packers still haven't shown me nearly enough to be seven-point favorites over this team. The Packers have also very over. The Packers have definitely also overwhelmed, un, underwhelmed. Wait, sorry, go ahead. What, what did you say? Repeat that final thought. I think, I think the Packers have not played nearly well enough this year to to earn a seven-point yeah, right. being seven-point favorites. Yeah. Yeah. I think this this Pittsburgh. But is Big Ben going to be able to keep up with this offense? I, I can't. Bet Not necessarily. I'm, 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 more, I'm more betting on the Pittsburgh defense and Najee Harris. Because I don't yeah. think there's, I don't think there's yeah. a soul on the Packers defense that can slow him down. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with you. I think six and a half is a little too much for this game. Actually, it's, 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 it's seven. Road dogs. Six and a half, seven and a half, nine and a half. Yeah, but for record, every, everyone, everyone's betting on the Steelers, but for good reason, too. I think it's just a ridiculous line. Oh, man, the public's on the Steelers. Wait, hold on. I'm actually conflicting information here. Let me double-check this. Yeah, well, so on um, Bovada, it's minus one... It's minus 125 to bet plus seven on the Steelers. But six and a half, uh, that is actually... Probably like 75% of bettors are betting on the Packers minus six and a half. It's really, it's really weird. Uh, but anyways, I, I feel good about it. I mean, Packers. I mean, impressive win last week. We're, we're we're always due for like two games of Rogers magic per year, and Devontae Adams is like without question the best receiver in the NFL. And the Steelers really just make me, make me sad. But there's no way they're as bad as they were last week. Famous last words. That's actually more where your play is coming from here. It's just complete and utter bias. All right. We have two really good primetime games. Actually, I wouldn't say really good. I would say Monday night's pretty good. I would say Sunday night kind of sucks. But the occasion is really great. Storylines are out the, out the wazoo. The Bucks going 
two New Englands play the Pats, who are seven and a half points. <clears throat> sorry, seven points dogs. Yeah, the Pats aren't keeping this game close. Yeah, do you you and everyone else, I think, feel that way. I think I might, I think I might even see what the alternative odds are for a victory by two touchdowns or more. Yeah, the Bucks are gonna. Yeah, the Tom Brady is motivated. I Bill Belichick is the greatest, one of the greatest coaches of all time. But how is he gonna fight this? Oh, by the way, uh, if for the record, if you wanted to have an alternate line of minus fourteen and a half, the Bucks are plus two, plus two hundred five. And I think the Pats' defense is good, but the Pats literally have to go, like, show up, run the ball 40 times, down Bucks. The Bucks' defense is too physical. I don't think that's going to happen. Also, you can't, you can't run the ball. To be, like, the <laughs> you can't run the Bucks' yeah, defense at all. Yeah, They're the best running defense in the entire, entire, in the entire <laughs> league. <laughs> so, I don't think the, the Pats have to play such a good game to keep this game within seven, even, I think. And I don't think that's going to happen. I'm drawing Bucks minus seven all the way. I don't want to talk about the gazillion storylines and the book that's it, coming out. I mean, yeah. Although, I mean, count, uh, here's a little, little devil's advocate, though. Like, don't you think there's a small part of Bill that's, like, really fucking pissed off about the whole Tom situation? And kind of being, and kind of being like, a little, oh, yeah, a, little, a little fucked over and, like, wanting to prove that, like... I mean, I know he's not one for all these like all these bullshit, like uh, ego pissing contests and whatnot. But at the same time, though, as a human being, you can't not. You everyone craves validation to an extent, even if, even if you are the greatest coach of all time. I mean, yeah, I think. I mean, so. not, 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 that he, not that he respects not that he respects journalists or anything. Not that he should, because he knows more about football than like anything could ever hope to. But still, I mean, I think I think he's gonna put together a pretty damn good uh, package here, and I and uh, I'm actually gonna go Pats minus fifteen. Final bet. Sorry, 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 sorry. Bucks minus fifteen for alternate line. As much as, as much as I want, want to be a feel like a feel like a sharp and go with the Pats, I just I just can't do it. It doesn't make enough sense to me. And I really like the like the idea of rooting for a blowout, as Tom takes the record. Oh, what's he need, by the way, to break the record? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, no. Passing yards. Da, 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 da. He needs. Oh, oh my God! He needs like a hundred yards. Okay, <laughs> less than. He needs sixty-five yards. Sixty-six yards. Break the record. Okay, doable. At, at the very, at the very least, uh, go very heavy. If you, for those listening at home, go very heavy on the first half Bucks line. I think they're, I think they'll start start hot at the very least. I think maybe in garbage time points to get it close, but within touchdown, I doubt it. All right, and then finish off with a pretty good. Matchup of some upstart teams, Sid, on Monday nights. We get an AFC West matchup that actually doesn't belong on Thursday Night Football. This one belongs Monday nights in the prime time. A real good game. Great game, great game, With the Raiders plus three and a half on the road, going to L.A., taking a fucking hour and a half 
car ride. I mean, they are going east to west, Sid. Does that affect your uh, decision at all, as you, as the Raiders are uh, dogs? If, if the NFL is teaching us anything, it's that all good things happen out west. Mm-hmm. Um, these divisions are killer. Um, are the Raiders back? Only if you can give me a really good Chris Berman Raiders. I then maybe. Well, do you want do you want do you want to say it anyways? Mm, I don't think I can. If they win this game, I Ooh. might. But I don't think they're going to win this game. Also, okay. yeah, this team's kind of overrated. Derek Carr is also, I guess, kind of good. Uh, I mean, when you sling the ball as much as they do when your like, top running back is hurt for the last two games, then I guess, yeah, you will pass for like 1,300 yards the first three games. I still think this defense is kind of fake. Uh, what's the Very. line on this? Uh, it is minus three and a half for the, for the Chargers. It's almost a little too much. No, I, 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 I kind of love it. I might uh, – on Bovada, actually – there's a, a, everyone's betting on the Raiders. The Raiders are minus 120 at plus three and a half. Chargers are even. I might just buy a point on the Chargers and bring it down two and a half. And I love it. Yeah, two and a half is great. Let's see. Let's see. Um, let's see what that is real quick. Let me see if I can adjust that for you. But nonetheless, I, I am in love with this Chargers team. In love, Sid. Really? Oh my God, I love this, them so much. Ever since they got Derwin James back. It's a whole different team. And that's literally what they're missing all last year and all I could talk about. Because it's all... Because it, it's, just, it's just an X factor. He literally plays everywhere. It's like it's like having yeah. Brian... It's like having it's Brian Erlacher as like a as like a 6'2 uh, black guy who, who can run like a fucking 4'4 and is everywhere on the field at all times. It's amazing to watch him play. And, uh... I, and he, it makes... He makes me hate Joey Bosa a little bit less for his political opinions. When he's on that defense, because I'm just like, well, it's fun, they're fun defense. But no, yeah, the Chargers are a lock here. I don't understand. I don't understand the love for the Raiders when like they're kind of the team who's too hyped up that needs to fall back down to earth. While the Chargers are, are legitimate. Do we trust the Chargers? Yes, I do. I I've never not to. I I can't find a fault. Their O line's pretty solid. Receiving core amazing. I like. I love the new offensive scheme that they they have. They're running. A variation of the old Saints offense. I mean, it's oh, basically with mixed in with just slinging it deep. Uh, it's there's so much fun to watch, man. I love the Chargers here. I actually might I, mean, even be, I might have been better than them to win them. to win the whole goddamn division. Really, they have a lot of pieces uh, on defense, and obviously Brandon Staley is a really good coach. Like, and everything on offense, I feel like. Justin Herbert's just so talented that he could pull off so much shit on offense. Yeah, I mean, he is still at that point of his career where he still doesn't like... I mean, this is even crazy to even say that he isn't doing this yet, because that insinuates that, like, he should be. <laughs> but he's, like, not putting his, like, foot on the on the neck of his opponents a lot of the time. Like, ne- never going for the kill allows lesser teams to stick around a little too often to where we get into chargery, like, last year situations. Yeah, I, mean, I think some of that is just being so new. A hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's why I feel crazy for even having this critique because that just shows how highly I view Herbert. That I, I would even expect him to even be able to do that at this point in his career. It's impressive, man. I mean, there he that man that kid is so spoiled in, in his in his situation. 
just like the, I mean, he, Allen, he, I mean, he, uh, sur- he survived Anthony Lynn for a year. That was great. And then gets like the coach that everyone wants. Gets an amazing OC in his second year to go along with like his fully healthy team for once. I mean, it's it's they're, they're a wagon, man. I'm, uh, they're, they're, I mean, I need to consider odds for Super Bowl Chargers. That's how we know I am. Oh my God, Jesus! I mentioned you consider just to consider. I mean, probably great odds right now. Do I think they could like, get Super Bowl? No. Do I think they're probably among the four best teams in the AFC? Yeah. So why not? Bills, Chiefs, not giving it to the Ravens right now. Oh, the Browns are better than the Chargers. Well, yeah. That's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a, that's kind of where I have them. Right there are four. No one in the AFC West. Uh, sorry, I mean AFC East. Outside of the Bills. No one in the AFC South. Bet, yep, better than pretty much everybody in the North. Yeah, the yeah. Titans, yeah. I'd, 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 I'd say the Titans are Titans. better than the Chargers. I trust the Titans. I, I, I mean, they're fair to trust, but yeah, I'm talking about, I mean, just see the Titans making a real run for it? Like, not really. Chargers I could see. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Uh, okay, yeah, so Chargers minus two and a half. Big fans. Love it. Love uh, it. It's, it's time for the Raiders. I mean, like we said, not enough weapons. Running backs hurt. Their car's solid, but doesn't have enough around him. Defense is still phonies. Mm-hmm. They fall behind. I don't know if I trust the Raiders' defense. I mean, they're not phonies. They're just healthy for once. <laughs> their D-line yeah, is still yeah, insane. Yeah. And the thing is, like, now that they have all their good like, – they should have a lot of really talented corners on that team. But we were just always hurt. Like, Casey Hayward, uh, Abram, I think Abrams, who's on hard knocks, who's really annoying. That safety is really good. He's but he's, al- safety, yeah. he's always he's always like, hurt. I mean, they're all defensive back. I mean, they have another, they have another corner who's really good, too, whose name is Casey right now. But – Oh, Tra- Trayvon Mullen. Oh. Yeah. Good. At, I mean, they're, they're 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 legit, but yeah, I mean, this is coming coming down to earth moments. Like we're seeing a lot of home favorites winning in LA this week. Just my opinion. Oh, I guess that's what we're saying. I guess so. So, do you have a lock of the week that you're? I already told. I already said mine, being the Giants. Plus seven and a half, which already feels stupid, but I'm sticking with it. What's your uh, lock of the week, Sid? Hawks plus, Hawks plus two and a half. Wow, love it, love it. I love, I love Hawks plus two and a half and Rams minus four and a half. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I do. I cannot wait to be very, very wrong about the uh, about, 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 about the Rams. Most about the Rams. I think I feel pretty good about this this Hawks thing because I just can't imagine a world where they're one and three. Because I, I, I don't want to. Actually, I don't want to address that. I'm actually them. more sure. That, I don't know how the Rams. I don't think the Rams are losing at home to the fucking Cliff Kingsbury led. No, no. Arizona Cardinals. I don't know. We'll see. As always, we will. And we'll be back. We'll be back next week. Hopefully on Wednesday again. I think we would uh, like to try make Wednesday a recurring thing. But uh, you know, life happens. Busy guys. We're unpredictable. Yeah, we're doing a lot more things than just making everybody who listens money by fading us. <laughs> Always keep one or more. Always keep one or more. But yes, uh, home dogs, go Hawks. Let's hope Justin Fields gets in for a, a quarter or so. And uh, everyone have a great week. End.